This chapter contains depictions of violence against children. Listener discretion is advised. This is No Love in War, a story of Christian nationalism. Written by Valerie H. Hobbs. Read by the author. With original music by Jonathan and Caroline Hodges. Originally published in open access print form by Mayfly Books. Chapter 16 God has ordained the state to be an avenger of God's wrath against evildoers. The existence of hell and the necessity of Christ dying on the cross are insurmountable evidence that the death penalty is God's just reward for certain crimes. David E. Goodrum, God and Capital Punishment, The Council of Chalcedon, 1987, Issue 2. Controversial Georgia State Representative Bobby Franklin is under fire again for a bill many believe could criminalize miscarriages. Franklin is a member of Chalcedon Presbyterian Church, one of the few out-and-out Christian Reconstructionist churches. Julie Ingersoll, Georgia legislator behind bill criminalizing miscarriage, is Christian Reconstructionist. Religion Dispatches, 1st of March, 2011. Violence shaded all my church school days. Each moment in between was merely time spent in a holding pen. We were pushed and smacked, threatened, whittled down with words, eyes, pursed lips, hands, objects singled out for adversity, all according to the curses of the covenant which were written in the law. Items were known to fly through the air from a teacher's desk, an eraser, a whiteboard marker, chalk. All such implements, a hairbrush even, repurposed in the service of sometimes spontaneous cruelty, were now infused with so much negative energy. We dared not defend ourselves. Move your hands. Stay still. Be quiet. Short, sharp sets of words to ensure we never did risk defiance. For years I hated brushing my hair, couldn't bear to cook with a wooden spoon. Most physical touch also startled me. In chapel, one teacher illustrated penal substitutionary atonement by drawing his hand back to strike a child, then prompting another teacher to step in at the last minute. Children, see here is God the Son bearing the blow of God the Father's wrath in place of us. See what we deserve? See how we make Jesus suffer? Our Bible teacher, also a church elder, spoke in class about the necessity of smacking infants until they learn instantaneous obedience. 
You don't wait until they're old enough to understand. You spank them until they understand. This same teacher suspended me from school after a field trip to an anti-abortion rally, primarily for hitching a ride home in a friend's car without adequately notifying any adult. But what really sent him over the edge was another matter he raised during his rebuke of me, that I'd behaved badly throughout the day, laughing loudly with several friends as we stood outside the state capitol building. I displayed a reckless lack of sobriety, and at such a somber event. Don't you care about the lives of babies, Valerie? The unborn? I had nothing to say to this, so I sat in silence, which he took as insolence. You meant your silence as submissiveness, didn't you, Valerie? My mother said afterwards, intending support, yet once again covering over the enduring complexity of every interaction in our mixed-up, messed-up world. An elder's daughter told me her older brother had pushed their sister down on the bed and threatened to rape her. This same brother eventually had a son, carried out various abusive and otherwise criminal activities. His wife eventually left him and took the boy. A friend in our church school conspired with him to meet his son's mother at a restaurant and take the boy from her while she was in the restroom. This same co-conspirator invaded a girl's bedroom in the middle of the night and sat there in the shadows, simply watching her, staring at her sleeping. Another elder's grown son-in-law, for whom I was a regular babysitter, asked me to collaborate with him on his impulse prank one evening at a cocktail party, during which I would be paid to supervise his kids. I'm going to tell everyone I've left my wife, and you're my new younger girlfriend. Just go along with it, he hurriedly told me, as we walked up the path to the front door, he draping his arm casually across my shoulders. His wife was already there setting up the party, oblivious of what he'd said to me. At some point, I began having random, uncontrollable bouts of crying in school, sometimes in front of everyone, full-blown panic attacks, once when watching some violent film in science class one afternoon, another time upon hearing one single snide word too many. You never really laugh anymore, our basketball coach said. Try to smile when you walk into church, my mother corrected me. Pretty little girls when they cry and pout Look like Izzy with a ring in her snout Sang Mrs. Pastor's wife's sister Why didn't you look happy when you saw me? Matthew complained one Sunday When we happened to walk into church at the same time This comment from Matthew followed an event just a few days before When I'd gone to a concert with him and another friend, Jonathan this wasn't the type of event Matthew usually included me in, but it had happened that I was with Jenny at a salon while she was having her nails done, when they rang to see if she could go. No, but maybe Valerie wants to? In truth, no, I didn't want to go. I couldn't think of anything worse, really. I hated crowds and loud noise, and worried about who else might be going that I didn't know.
but I also happened to be feeling particularly defiant about the way Matthew so often arranged my social calendar without my knowledge or say-so. Here, Jenny had given me an opportunity to disrupt the established order, and I couldn't resist the chance to unsettle and test it. Oddly, my mother said nothing disagreeable when I mentioned where I was going and who I was going with. Behold, the pastor's son would protect her child and keep her alive, and she shall be called blessed upon the earth. That night, after we found our cheap seats, Matthew spotted some of his neighborhood friends sitting nearby, and together they formed a plan to rush past the security guards blocking the entrance to the floor near the stage. No one asked for my thoughts on the matter, but neither did I want to be left alone in an empty row of stadium seats. So, together with the others, I moved without a word to stand on the stairs that led down to the more exclusive stadium floor. In no time at all, others all around saw us. Word spread of what we were doing. A crowd quickly filled the stairs. Someone yelled, Go! And I felt myself shoved, pushed, down, 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 until finally my feet fumbled when trying to find their next step. Frantically, my limbs felt for something solid through the air. I tumbled and landed on the unforgiving cement at the bottom, hard, bruising my knees and my cheek. Sensing the coming crowd at my back, I had a sudden vision of being trampled. I jumped up and limped quickly toward the crowd by the stage. I didn't see Matthew or Jonathan the rest of the concert. I hunted for them, but eventually just settled into the envelope of anonymity within which the crowd enclosed me without question or judgment. After several hours of smoke and volume, it was all over. I headed back to the seats from which we'd started our evening, and the two boys were waiting there for me, chatting with Matthew's other friends. We saw you, but you seemed fine, Matthew said, his way of making our separation out to be what was best for me, he the one who always knew best. I wondered then if he'd formed this plan as soon as he'd been forced to include me. Quick, I could see his mind moving. Figure out how to get rid of Valerie. Put her away, lest I look on her and see, lest she sees me. The sanctity of his own sense of self seemed always reliant on my chastity, my ignorance, on me and certain other girls not learning what he got up to, never, no, never participating in it, lest the whole world's engine freeze and fall to pieces, dependent as it is on the blessed purity and ignorance of women. This has been No Love in War, a story of Christian nationalism. If you have appreciated this free audiobook and would like to make a donation to the author, please visit this podcast's Spotify site.